Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. Today, I want to talk a little bit about flexibility. We're actually going to be talking about this over a couple of episodes because I think that it's a pretty important topic for those of us in leadership, particularly at the highest levels. And today, I want to talk about it from the standpoint of having flexibility with our employees. I think that we often hear about in business, employees need to be more flexible, they need to be more pliable, they need to be more accepting, and they need to be more just in general open to whatever needs to be done from them. And this really goes both ways. I think that a lot of times as we get more senior, the idea is that, well, we've earned this level, therefore we don't have to be flexible. We can tell people what to do because we've learned that this is the way it's supposed to be done and my way is the right way and I have the experience, all of those different mentalities that come along with it. Now, obviously, like many things I talk about, this is not a end-all, be-all that everybody falls into this category, but it is something that I feel that creeps in quite often. I know even myself at times, sometimes if you have a lot of experience somewhere, you assume or you feel like you know the right way to do things or you know the best way to do things. Once we get into an executive role, we don't have a lot of time to be mucking about with the day-to-day that our employees are handling. And we just want them to continue going along, getting things done, being efficient, being productive, all of those different things. Don't come to me unless there's a problem and then bring me a solution. I got stuff to do. Totally understandable, but at the same time, I think this goes hand in hand with having some level of flexibility. Some of the things that I want to talk about, ways that being flexible as a leader can be really helpful really stem around the idea that we don't always know the best way to do things. And sometimes being flexible can help us to learn new things. We're constantly talking about employees learning and training and growing, but we're always learning and training and growing. Again, with whatever level we're at, there's always something new to be learned. So, I thought this topic was timely right now, particularly because obviously it's been a crazy year. We are still doing a lot of remote work. Depending on where you are in the country, you may be increasing your remote work again. You may be looking at how to best support your employees over the holidays. There may be additional asks from your employees around the holidays for flexible time so that they can do things with family all those different things that come along with the end of the year. Now, obviously, you have a business to run. You've got a team to manage. You've got work to complete. All of those different things obviously are a priority. 
But at the same time, having some kind of flexibility with what types of requests from your employees that get approved and being open to different ideas can really make a difference. If you are crunching on a deadline and your employees are all wanting to take a certain day off, maybe you adjust it so that they are phased. Maybe some people take one day off, other people take a different day off. Maybe they work in the morning or work in the afternoon. Ask your employees to propose something. Let them know that this is a problem that needs a solution and you're open to alternatives, but that they have to put their heads together and come up with a proposal for you on how to solve the challenge. Not only will it show that you're being flexible, but it will also give them some problem-solving practice in trying to solve these issues. They'll have to work together, they'll have to compromise, it will build, hopefully, some kind of team cohesion because they are all listening to one another and coming up with a common plan. Now, I know that, like I mentioned, a lot of folks are still teleworking and you'll need to have coverage depending on what type of industry you're in. You'll need to have coverage on, on certain days and certain times. Again, why not push that onto your, your employees to come up with something, come up with solutions, but be open to what they come up to. It might not be exactly how you would do it, but if it solves the challenge and there's a reasonable expectation that they will be successful with their proposal, then why not give them a shot? You know, one thing I always say is that my way is not always the best way. Your way is not necessarily always the best way. We may feel very passionate about our approach to something. We may feel very invested in it. We may feel very safe that this is the way it should be done because we know it's been done that way before and it's been successful, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the only way that something can get done. That old saying of give them enough rope and see what they do with it, I think in a lot of instances as leaders, we should employ that opportunity. Now, obviously, again, you have responsibilities. You need to make sure that stuff gets done, it's done successfully, and there are not financial and other impacts to your organization, to your team, to your company. But at the same time, finding little ways to give your employees some kind of ownership, some kind of practice and problem solving and, and offering up solutions the more ways that you can incorporate that into your leadership style. Number one, you're going to train your employees to be thinking in a problem-solving mindset. They'll constantly be looking at different ways to do things, to optimize your processes, to improve your operations, to be more mindful, to be more productive, to save money. Whatever area it is that you're focusing on, the more opportunity you give them to really sink their teeth into this kind of thing is good not only for them in their own personal and professional growth, but for the team and for your organization. And again, if they look good, you look good because you've empowered them to make these decisions, to make these estimations and observations and recommendations. Now, you can come back and say, well, that's great, but when they fall on their face, that's going to affect me. And you're right. There are going to be some instances where they will fall on their face. But 
that's also one of those areas where we learn. We learn from our mistakes as much as our successes. That's a great opportunity for you to sit down and coach them on what it is that went wrong, what it is that they could change in their mindset and their approach, what it is that they can do to improve upon for next time. You got to the level that you're at because you have more experience. You have longer time at the organization, more years doing whatever it is that you're doing. Whatever the reason may be, you're in your role because you've proven that you're capable of it. They're not quite there yet, but many of them probably aspire to be. So why not give them opportunity to shine and to grow and to learn? The other thing I wanted to talk about is that when we're talking about flexibility, sometimes our style is really rigid. Sometimes our leadership style, our personality style, our communication style, all of those things can be very rigid. We come across as one way, that's our personal brand, that's our executive presence. The way we come across is the way we come across. But again, it's not always the best way. And depending on the team that you're leading, the employees that you're leading, it may or may not be the best approach. There may be times when you need to be a little bit flexible in how you approach a situation. Perhaps normally your approach is to go in like gangbusters and get right in their face and ask demanding questions and get right down to the point. And this is a crazy year. People are dealing with some crazy shit. They've got all kinds of stuff going on at home, personal, with family. If they're teleworking, their teammates, their office mates, whomever it is that they're working with, their sales may be down if you're in that type of a field. There are a lot of things going on. So having the ability to be a little bit flexible and adapt to the times and the need for the situation is such an important leadership skill. Being able to have that flexibility to be able to have more patience, perhaps have a softer touch, maybe ask questions a little bit more gentle, maybe provide guidance in a different way. You may have some folks that are really intimidated by you. You may have folks that totally steamroll you and you need to step up a little bit more. It could go either way. But if you're constantly doing things the same way and you're finding that that's not necessarily working out so well for you, maybe a little bit of flexibility there. You might consider taking more of a case-by-case approach as opposed to an all-or-one type of approach. Everybody learns and adapts and follows instructions differently. You may have people on your team that need a very firm hand. You have people on your team that are light years ahead of the other folks and can just run until tackled. You may have some folks that fall somewhere in between. Only you know the people on your team, and hopefully you take the time to get to know them, get to know their learning style, their training style, their leadership style, their work style, all of those things. And if you don't, perhaps this is a great time to go back and talk to them a little bit. 
Ask them how things are going. Ask them for feedback on different things. We talked a couple weeks ago on the podcast about giving and receiving feedback. Take some of that feedback from them and see if you can't use that to build some flexibility into your approach. This has been a really interesting year from a standpoint that we are gathering so much data about the value, the impact, and the successfulness of telework. Some industries are thriving in ways that they never thought they could. There are other organizations that are really struggling. There are a lot of people that are very good at telework. There are people that are not good at telework. And again, you know who these people are on your team. You may be of the mind that telework is not a good thing or that telework is only a good thing. And you may want to enact that in your organization as something that going forward is going to be an all-or-nothing type of scenario. And that may not be the best way to go about it. There are a lot of circumstances for a lot of people that it might behoove you to take into consideration when you're making those kinds of broad decisions. Try to offer them some flexibility. Offer them some options so that they're not sinking. We're coming up on the end of the year and performance reviews are coming up. If you've got somebody that's really struggling with telework, offer them a lifeline. It's not their fault they had to telework this year. If they are open to the idea that they are struggling with telework, offer them some coaching, offer them some mentoring and some ideas on how they can be better at it. Try to be flexible. Maybe they need to do more things by phone than by video. Maybe they need to do less things by video and more things by email. If you know that they're good workers and they just struggle really badly with being on video, then if you know they're good employees, it shouldn't matter how they are showing up. If they're getting the work done and they're being productive, try to have some flexibility. Give them the tools they need to be successful. It'll pay dividends in the end. And by the same token, if there are folks that need to be working from home, that are doing well working from home, perhaps their children are still learning at home or their commute was just absolutely ridiculous and they're able to get so much more done, if they're able to continue to work from home, why not extend that opportunity to them? Why not be more flexible with their division of their time between in-person and at home. As long as they're getting their work done and you've seen now that they're capable of it, why expand one policy for everybody? Obviously, there are limitations to the flexibility that you can offer, right? There are a lot of things that you're responsible for and you need to make sure that everything isn't a one-off or special circumstance for everybody on your team. That's not necessarily what I'm suggesting. However, I am suggesting that you think a little outside of the box when it comes with dealing with your staff right now because with all of the things that are going on, the holidays coming up, the end of year coming up, performance reviews, all of the different things, this is a great chance for you to demonstrate to your team that you care, that you are open to suggestion, that you are flexible in your leadership style, and that you are 
out for their best interest as well as your own. It's not just all about towing the company line or following a rigid structure that's been in place forever or doing what you always do. There are a lot of ways to get things done and be productive and be successful. The sign of a really good leader is one that is able to roll with the punches and incorporate any new opportunity they can into a situation and try to empower their employees to be successful for themselves, the team, and the organization. I'd love to hear how you are being flexible with your team. I'd love to hear what styles you are playing with and how you are changing up your approaches through this crazy COVID year. Go ahead and drop me a line, kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com. I'd love to hear, and I hope you have a great day. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.